0: Welcome to A Brief Respite, I'm your host, Michael Lane, thank you for joining me tonight, and welcome to the first episode, the first real one anyways. And because of how close this is to Halloween, we'll be having our Halloween special as the first episode. what I have for you tonight is a story from the Brothers Grimm, and the story I've chosen for you tonight is Godfather Death, a story about the son of a poor man who's chosen Death as a godfather. I certainly hope Brothers Grimm is public domain, and I don't get copyrighted for this. But without further ado, a poor man had twelve children, and was forced to work night and day to provide them with even bread. When therefore the thirteenth came into the world, he knew not what to do in his trouble, but ran out into the great highway and resolved to ask the first person whom he met, to be godfather. The first to meet him was the good God, who already knew what troubled him, and said to him, Poor man, I pity you, I will hold your child at its christening, and will take charge of it and make it happy on earth. The man said, Who are you? I am God. Then I do not desire to have you for a godfather, said the man. You give to the rich, and leave the poor to hunger, thus spoke the man, for he did not know how wisely God apportions riches and and poverty. He turned therefore away from the Lord, and went farther. Then the devil came to him, and said, What do you seek? If you will take me as a godfather for your child, I will give him gold and plenty, and all the joys of the world as well. The man asked, Who are you? I am the devil. Then I do not desire to have you for a godfather, said the man, You deceive men and lead them astray. He went onwards, and then came Death, striding up to him with withered legs, and said, Take me as godfather. The man asked, Who are you? I am Death, and I make all equal. Then said the man, You are the right one. You take the rich as well as the poor. Without distinction, you shall be godfather. Death answered, I will make your child rich and famous. For he who has me for a friend can lack nothing. The man said, Next Sunday is the Christening. Be there at the right time. Death appeared as he promised, and stood Godfather quite in the usual way. When the boy had grown up, his Godfather one day appeared and bade him go with him. He led him forth into a forest, and showed him an herb which grew there, and said, now you shall receive your godfather's present. I make you a celebrated physician. When you are called to a patient, I will always appear to you. If I stand by the head of the sick man, you may say with confidence that you will make him well again. If you give him this herb, he will recover. But if I stand by the patient's feet, he is mine, and he must say that all remedies are in vain and that no physician in the world could save him. But beware of using the herb against my will, or it might fare badly for you." It was not long before the youth was the most famous physician in the whole world. People said of him, he had only to look at the patient, and he knew his condition at once, and if he would recover or must die. From far and wide, people came to him, and sent for him, which they had any one ill, and gave him so much money that he soon became a rich man. Now it so happened that the king became ill, and the physician was summoned, and was to say if recovery were possible. But when he came to the bed, death was standing by the feet of the sick man, and the herb did not grow which could save him. If I could but cheat death for once, the physician. He is sure to be angry if I do, but as I am his godson, he may shut one eye, I will risk it. He therefore took up the sick man and laid him the other way, so that now death was standing by his head. Then he gave the king some of the herb, and he recovered and grew healthy again. But death came to the physician, looking very black and angry threatened him with his finger and said, You have overreached me. This time I will pardon you, as you are my godson. But if you venture it again, it will cost you your neck, for I will take you away with me. Soon afterwards, the king's daughter fell into severe illness. She was his only child, and he wept day and night, so that he began to lose the sight of his eyes and he made it known that whoever rescued her from death should be her husband and inherit the crown. When the physician came to the sick girl's bed, he saw death by her. He ought to have remembered the warning given by his godfather, but he was so infatuated by the great beauty of the king's daughter and the happiness of becoming her husband that he flung all thought to the winds. He did not see that Death was casting angry glances on him, that he was raising his hand in the air and threatening him with his withered fist. He raised up the sick girl, and placed her head where her feet had lain. Then he gave her some of the herb, and instantly her cheeks flushed red, and life stirred afresh in her. When Death saw that for the second time he was defrauded of his own property, He walked up to the position with long strides, and said, All is over for you, and now the lot falls on you. And seized him so firmly with his ice-cold hand, that he could not resist, and led him into a cave below the earth. There he saw how thousands and thousands of candles were burning in countless rows, some large, others half-sized others small. Every instant some were extinguished, and others again burnt up, so that the flames seemed to leap here and there in perpetual change. See, said Death, these are the lights of men's lives. The large one belongs to children, the half-sized one to married people in their prime. The little ones belong to old people, children and young folk likewise have often only a tiny candle show me the light of my life, said the physician and he thought that it would be very tall death pointed to a little end, which was just threatening to go out, and said look, it is there ah, dear godfather, said the horrified physician, light a new one for me, do it for love of me that I may enjoy my life, be king and the husband of the king's beautiful daughter. I cannot, answered Death. One must go out before a new one is lighted, then place the old one on a new one, that will go on burning when the old one has come to an end, pleaded the position. Death behaved as if he were going to fulfill his wish, and took hold of a tall new candle. But as he desired revenge, He purposely made a mistake in fixing it. And the little piece fell down and was extinguished. Immediately, the physician fell on the ground. And now he himself was in the hands of death. That was quite a good story. Hopefully it wasn't too unnerving to fall asleep to. And hopefully none of you are here to listen to this right now. I quite like the brother's grim. But most of the things are too unnerving for a sleep podcast. This one is one of the milder ones. But if you would prefer scarier stories, be sure to let me know. This has been a brief respite. Now fall asleep.